Hello, and welcome back to your new favorite podcast, MMR Talks. I am your host, Antonio Wakawili, joined again today by Mr. Shlomo Bo. Shlomo, how are you doing today? Today, I am doing superb. Figured I'd use a new adjective. I always say fantastic. I was talking to James yesterday, and I was saying, you know, Fantastic is one of those words I think I should ask either Shimalims or one of our fans to go out and Shout out find out how many times I said the word fantastic in the first two seasons of the uh, morning show. And even MMR Talks. It's like my favorite like go-to word. I was literally going to say not that long because probably um, the first minute per episode and we're on, we're in the, I think, what are we on? 26. I didn't write it down, but yeah. we're getting there. So oh, yeah. it shouldn't be that much longer. But yeah, superb, bro. I feel exemplary. Ooh. Exemplary. And we are joined today. We're keeping it close to the sleeve today. We're joined again today by who, sir? Oh, I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. It's good to be back on MMR Talks. It's your boy, Kiyote, a.k.a. JD. And, All the uh, way back from episode 21, season three of this first episode. Yes, sir. How y'all doing? Welcome yeah. back, man. Oh, man. It's good to be back. It's good it's to good see good you. To be because you, get, you were already kind of segueing into what's up. How's everybody been since uh, we've all been together? I know we've had some time off. We've been ahead for a while. We took a couple yes. weeks off, you know, get to relax. And now we're all back into it. So anyway, anything interesting happened to anybody? Any Anything fun or mischievous? No, you know, just doing the usual shows, making music. You know what I'm saying? Keep myself occupied. You know, can't complain, honestly, really. It's been good. been good time since last time. I was here till now. Well, I will say if I were you, I would probably find something to complain about. <laughs> King of complaints. <laughs> That's why I'm on this episode. King of complaints. I walked in this building complaining about the, uh, the staff over at the car wash. The mm. car wash. They're fucking up my seats, bro. I don't know what they're using Damn. for their vacuums. But they're starting to tear the leather on they my must, seats. Must have like razor blades at the like the I end of know, it or man. something. It's, they're just like something they're doing. When I first went in there, there was this little pinhole rip, and then you know, as time goes like on, I it. thought it was me like sitting on my keys or something. Right. But now that I keep going, I go like maybe twice a week. I noticed that what the first hole is humongous, like it's completely ripped. And in my head, I'm like, oh, I've seen those YouTube videos on like how to fix the seat. Like, I'll eventually get to that. Sew it. <laughs> but now I noticed a brand new little tear on the passenger seat. I'm like, it, it, it is these dudes. So I got a bone to pick with them. Got three holes like a pretzel. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out Cupcake. Um, the last couple days for me have been really. Oh, in- I love Cupcake. I That's love hilarious. I oh, love. Man. I was listening to Cupcake on the way here. Oh shit! It was. I forgot what the song was, but it was mixed with um, "I Want It That Way" by uh, Backstreet Boys. It was so much fun. I love that. <laughs> we, I, I was literally talking about how I was. Lo- I was loving the Cupcake mashups in the last couple episodes. Oh, but like I said, the last couple of days have been really enlightening for me. Have you guys ever heard of the? I think it's a proverb. The proverb: "No good deed goes unpunished." Yes. Mm, yes. So you guys heard about it. Do you believe in it? Wait a second. No good deed goes unpunished. Yes. You get punished for a good deed? Yeah, wait. Now I'm yes. thinking about it. Like, wait, isn't that... I've heard of it, but that doesn't make any sense, bro. Well, isn't you know it? what? Firm believer. I'm like the, the Scientologist equivalent of... Please, please explain more. Yeah, so one. it's basically, you know, you know, no good deed goes unpunished. You do something good for someone and God punishes you because you're getting in his way. And then oh. throw some bad stuff at you. So I will tell you the triple decker that I got a couple nights ago. So I was on the train coming home. I just saw Hades Town yep. for the like the ninth time because I got money. <laughs> that's exactly that's what it is. But there was a woman on the opposite side of the red line for me, and she asked me, uh, "Excuse me." I was with my aunt. She goes, "Excuse me. Um, 
I really don't want to bother you, but I left my phone at a CVS, not CVS, at a 7-Eleven in Boston, and would you uh, would you like mind calling my family because I'm diabetic and I don't want my family to think that I'm passed out anywhere because you know, I know it's a real thing. Right. Yeah. And I'm thinking, sure, I'll do it because the last time someone asked me to uh, borrow my phone, I said no. I didn't say no. I didn't oblige them, and I got called many racist things. So wow. Yes, it was, it was, that was my second uh, uh, hate crime against me in my home city of Boston, Massachusetts, my birth city, but. I obliged and I called her, her family, and I said, "Hey, I'm with her on the train. She's okay. She just left her phone, and she's fine." Like, "Oh, okay. Thank you for letting us know." And she was so sweet. She was so kind. She goes, "Oh, is there anything I can do for you?" Like, she's trying to give me money. I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. no. Just, 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 you know, you know, pay it forward." I go, "You know, you can actually watch my show. I'm my talk, streaming my best music radio." <laughs> but I knew right when I said it. Right when I said, it, I knew what what am I gonna get? What am I gonna Uh-oh. get? So. When I came home, I got picked up because I didn't feel like paying for parking, and I was wearing a name tag, and the name tag got stuck in the door. didn't even notice. And when I swung the door open, the name tag ripped off of my shirt. Wow. On the ground, broken. Strike one. Uh Uh-oh. Strike number two. Good friends, Liz Speakman, Courtney Pederos are both running for school committee at the time. Mm -hmm. That night, they both lost their seats. Two candidates that I endorsed. Very sad. You got bad juju around you, dog. Right. Strike Damn. three. Uh-oh, here we Long go. Long night. Very hungry. I don't want anything too solid. I noticed I had some legal seafood clam chowder Uh-oh. in the fridge. Oh, I see where this is going. <laughs> Put it in the microwave. Three minutes. Stir it again. Another three minutes. Six minutes. Go in. I'm enjoying it. Halfway through, I've noticed completely seared, burned my tongue. Ah. Uh. And I was living with that pain for a couple days, so... You know. I thought you were going to say you got food poisoning. No, no, no. Yeah, see, I thought it was No, not out. yet, not yet. Not yet. Shlomo knows I love my chowder. But no, you know, no good deed goes unpunished. And a couple nights ago, I was waiting for the train. Old man in a wheelchair. He was asking me if the train's going to Quincy. I'm like, yes. Yes, it is. He asked me what time it is. I gave him the time. And now I'm going, oh, now I'm going to get like six things coming <laughs> yeah. my way. He's like, no. When he asked for the time, you should have said, I don't know, and just yeah, ran right. away. Ah, sorry, I don't have a watch on. Yeah, leave me alone. Well, you know what? On, on the platforms, you know, they have the arrival boards. They have the times on there. But, yeah. you know, he was in a wheelchair, so we can't really just, like, like Swip. turn around yeah. real quick. Yeah, so. Well, it seems like your strikes are over, dude. You're on the up and up. No good deed goes unpunished. Wicked. That's from Wicked. <laughs> there you go. But uh, you know what isn't Wicked? Today's topic, which is actually a very controversial topic, that's been sweeping the nation. And I want to talk today about critical race theory. Oh, my goodness. So, oh, 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 actually, you know what? You know what? I think it's too hot of a topic. So, luckily, when I was digging <laughs> through my car, I found these papers that just so happened to be the cards from the lost episode, the fabled lost hmm. episode dun, dun, dun. of MMR Talks that have been being kicked around for nearly a year. We're doing that today. Yes. I mean, it's not about critical race theory. So, today, we'll be talking about a once again controversial topic that we all hold dear. It happens to everybody. If, you, if it hasn't happened to you, you know, good on you. It's um, breakups. Yes. Breakups. Ooh, I got to tell you. Let's get it. They're not that fun. Uh, I would have to disagree. Oh, some, you're saying, oh I love doing some, it. <laughs> some can be very interesting. Interesting. Some, definitely some not can fun. can be very interesting. I was going to say, I think, well, that'll segue to our first question. So, when or how do you know? That you should break up with somebody, you know. Now you're the initiator. When do you know you should break up with somebody, or how? Is there got to be some sort of like telltale sign, or a or a, the last straw? If you don't mind, I do have a controversial uh, 
take. You have a hot take? I do have a hot take. I think it's a rather hot take. I, to, to a ton of people, it's completely obvious. Let's hear but it. But for some people, it's all like, well, you shouldn't, you shouldn't say that. And, but you know what? I, if they're beating the shit out of you, I would probably leave. Oh, yeah, yeah. If, they're, yeah. if, you, if they yeah. have no respect for you, if, if, you have, if you have no respect for yourself and you're letting them treat you that way, then why the hell would they have respect for you and they're just going to keep you know, smacking you around? Like get physically. Out. Yeah. Get out. Mm. Get out. Do better. Tony Wakawelli. But I think that's a... Get you know, out. Do better. Yeah. Like I think that's a good sign if they're beating the shit out of you. Because, you know, look what happens. All these people who, like, a lot of these women, sometimes men, and disproportionately women, yeah. they stay with, you know, abusive men, abusive partners, and they end up dead. Look at that TikTok chick who died a couple, like, months ago, that's weeks true. ago. Yeah, Because allegedly, sad. allegedly, allegedly, her boyfriend may have been abusive. So, you know, take that telltale sign. Pack your shit and get out. Well, you all know the worst thing you could do, but the best thing you can do for yourself is get out. Right. Mm. We have a great safe address program here in Massachusetts. What is that? So say if like me and Shlomo are dating and I'm beating like the shit out of Shlomo like every single day, like you piss me off. And Shlomo, he he gets out. So the Secretary of State can actually give you a like one, relocate you and give you a new professional address. So you'll be a little harder to find. If I'm like, oh, I'm going to find him and give him what wow. for. So you'll be a little little harder to I find. I know that. Yeah. It's a good, good program. Know. It's a good program. Interesting. So when do you guys think it's a good time to break up? Or how, how do you know? How do you uh, know? If your heart's not in it, bro. If your heart is mm. not in it. If it feels like a task more than anything else. And that's the sad, that's the basic truth. Yeah. Because, you know, well, when we go into relationships, what do we expect? Love. Right. But, you know, sometimes love runs out. When love runs out and someone's dead, you know, that's fine. But when love runs out and they're alive, you got to deal with that. And Shlomo, I completely agree with you. If you're just not, if you're not really feeling it anymore. Well, you can fall in love, but then on the inverse, you can also fall out of love with somebody. Yeah, that is Mm -hmm. very true. That is very true. I mean, for me, I I definitely, one of them is definitely like if, uh, just to kind of continue on what we're talking about right here, uh, the spark. Like, you know, the excitement of just seeing that person every day or whenever you see them and it's just like, oh, you again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know oh, what I'm saying? you. Right. Or just, you know, whenever you guys are doing something intimate and it's just like, you got to force it, you know? Well, that right there it. is like, you know, you might need to reevaluate. That's true. That's true. Another thing, too, is like if you're thinking longevity, right, if you've been dating for a while... It doesn't have to be a while, but if you're like, all right, at a certain point you realize like, yo, this person is not the one for me, even though you, you might, things might be going good, but it's like, if you take a step back and realize like, yo, I, I don't think that this is like the person I want to settle down with and, and, you know, really tie my, uh, metaphorical rope to, you know, like mm-hmm. as a boat, like, you know, if this person want to tie the knot with, then what's the point of stringing them along and, and you know, kind of pretending like, oh yeah, things could go this way. If in your heart, you're like, nah, this, I don't think this is the right person i think that at that point you kind of have to you know you gotta it's tough you gotta break up well you want to be with someone who makes you happy that you know plain and simple like i'm sure some people are people with their with people that they can't stand yeah for different reasons but if they don't make you happy anymore yeah if you're not having fun too like if every time you're linking up it's like always either a fight or somebody's Mm. crying it's like well why are we like forcing this you know yeah it's wow. a, it's really we just we're kind of putting ourselves in kind of these situations like that's kind of something that always because I remember when JD was talking about like that spark I remember that spark when I would think about I'm not dating anybody right now I'm easy to change though but um, <laughs> when I think about that spark that spark makes you feel good and you look like is that person there 
is that person that, you know, the reasons are there, but, you know, becomes kind of sullied over the time. Mm. So I think it really is just a matter of, it does seem a little selfish, but like do what's best for you. Like don't really, you know, live for other people. The, uh, circumstances always change when like, you know, if that's your kid, like. We can't break up with your. Well, you can break up with your kids. <laughs> well, we're, not, no, we're talking about. Well, you know, dating, like, I know, I know. It's a, it's, a, it's metaphorical. So, this is, I think, is a good one because I think everyone's done this exactly the wrong way. Mm. Is how should you break up with someone? <laughs> Yeesh. There really isn't. Honestly, I, I truly feel like there really isn't a perfect or right way to do it because everybody is different so there's no like model like no. it's not you no no no, no. it's me because every relationship is different mm-hmm. every situation is different and everybody takes things differently so like like you just said there really isn't a a model or a way of going about it so nobody gets hurt or nobody's like walking away crying or anything like that where you know the perfect way to break up there is i feel like there's no such thing as that I think the perfect the oh my opinion my stupid little opinion I think there is a perfect way it is rather harsh but I think it's something you have to do you have to be honest yeah and very direct yeah you have like, to be yeah one you have to make you have to move yourself to that point you have to be honest with yourself and then you got to be honest with a person like if you're breaking up with someone like that's gonna suck I know and that's where the disconnect it's gonna is suck with a lot of people because people don't want that honesty. So they'll find another way out. And that's usually mm-hmm. where the cheating comes in yep. or mm-hmm. where they're finding oh, somebody else on the side or whatever the case is. Because at the end of the day, the truth hurts and a lot of people don't want to deal with that. You know, you're kicking the can down the road and the can's going to have like right. all, you know, scrapes and it's going to pick up some like rust and you pick that shit up. It's going to give you like hepatitis or something. <laughs> Stop kicking the <laughs> oh, can down God. the road. Just freaking recycle it right now. Mind the pun. It's like a Band-Aid, bro. You got to rip it off. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And I've been I've done the other side where it's like, you know, you slowly break up. That shit absolutely sucks. Like mm. when it's like a slow breakup, then you make up and then you break oh, up and yeah. make that like and then you're in limbo and you're like, yo, you don't really know if yeah, you're like, still together. So uh, what like, are we? Cuz like then we kind of that kind of something that we always ask. I think these these questions are kind of related, but is there a wrong way to break up with somebody? Is <laughs> So many wrong ways. So many wrong ways. <laughs> I feel like it's easier to do it the wrong way than the easy way or the the right way. Yeah. Now honestly. I always now I always feel if you're like emotionally invested in someone, like even if it's like what like let's say two months, I feel like every person is entitled to a face to face discussion, and I know it's gonna suck, but I feel like you owe that to that person. That's just again, that's just me. Some people do. I remember I when I broke up with someone, I broke up. On a phone call, I was, thir- I was, how old was I? I think I was, I was fourteen. So I didn't have the social skills to do this, and I was on vacation. So you're sitting poolside, like, yeah, <laughs> baby, you're saying it'll work anymore. Got like a Shirley Temple Jeez. in his hand, right. and just like that's, chilling. That's on my the drink pool. right there. That's my drink. <laughs> even, even just like the text, even like I feel like the text is the is the easiest but it's also the worst it's way. also the worst. worst well one of the worst conceivably sure. one of the worst oh. or having like having one of your friends say shlomo breaks up with you wait what why are you telling me and you just oh. told me to see i've actually been not me being the person but i've been the friend you, of a person who's done that where they well, so you've like, been the messenger or? yes i've oh, been the middleman yes oof. and, and you, let me that's don't, tough. you don't kill the messenger everybody oh, she tried to oh. <laughs> she tried to and it's just like i'm not in a relationship with you but it's just like they she doesn't fall yes, me. They yeah. don't care. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like you're his friend. You're the closest thing to him, so you're going to take. Were you also friends with that shorty though? 
We were acquaintances, okay. I would say. Like, All we right. weren't, like, you know, hanging buddy, out. Buddy, like, yeah, yeah. it was more or less him and I hanging out. Like, would she you would tag along. Right, would right, you right. write happy birthday on her Facebook profile? Nah. So you weren't that Yeah, I wasn't that deep. It was more or less of he would bring hey, her. Hi. Exactly. How are exactly. you? Good. Very cordial. Nothing yeah, much else good. after that. But don't believe ship, me, though. Ship the messenger. <laughs> she, yeah, she, if she had a weapon, she probably would have hit me with it. But sometimes that's, sometimes that's what happens, though. Like, you know, because sometimes when we, when, you know, if we're getting broken up with, we can't get to the other person. So you kind of have to talk to their friends. Closest thing, yeah. And you're already kind of like not in a good thing because they already know everything. Right. They know everything I've broken up with. Franklin four weeks ago, but he's still kind of hounding me and he's just not getting it. So if he ever asks you, just let him know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're kind of being that, you know, stuck up about it, you know, just just, just freaking tell him. It literally, literally, this sounds cliche, but the truth will set you free. That's Ooh, true. Yeah. The truth will that set you free. True. Just say it. Again, best um what's the what's the what's the other proverb? Best, easier said than done. Ooh. Oh yeah. So I actually have a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um speaking of breakups, mm-hmm. when it comes to them, have you guys ever stayed friends with said person after breakups? I was going to say that's actually something that we're gonna talk about later in the oh, show. Okay, okay. So I, I got you covered. Oh. But that's a very controversial topic it's actually something that it that, that i think that exact question is a question we talked about in our first season episode three friendship yeah so we go can jump into it go listen to that we can jump into it uh the answer is yes but it takes time bro especially like mm. the length of the relationship um you know if you if you fall in love with someone you obviously like you have that bond with them you spent so many times so many memories and stuff like if you break up, obviously this shit's raw. Like you're not going to be buddy buddy, especially you know if either you start Sup, pal. Dating, yeah, either you start <laughs> dating other people, you're going to be like, yeah, no, I don't want to talk to this person. Right, right, right. But I think over time, like yeah, like I have some exes where, yeah, I'm not shooting this breeze and talking to them all the time. But like if I were to see them in person, it's like yo, I want nothing but the best for them, and vice right. versa. Like they're they're cool people. Like they're not, you know, there's no malice there. You know, um, it is possible. I think so, too. And this is literally what I said on that episode when we shot that in 2020. Wow. Mm-hmm. What a it's, throwback. Um, yeah, I know. It was literally, <laughs> if I ever date somebody and we break up, I would love to have the Jerry and Elaine kind of thing where you're together and you both come to the conclusion that this isn't working and you're still like really great friends for the Seinfeld fans out there. See? I can't imagine how many of those actually exist. But, yeah. you know, with me personally... Um, I kind of believe in the philosophy of, you know, everyone you meet is in your life for a reason. Yep. And they're not always going to be there. Because I remember when I, I dated this girl a while ago, and she was one of my, like, probably, like, my most serious relationship at the time. And things didn't work out. You know, we'll, maybe we'll talk about that. And we're not really close anymore. We really haven't spoken. I I remember, this is, ex- this is exactly what I said, because this, this was going to lead to that big topic. She told me that she wants to be friends. And what I said, because we were good friends before we were dating, mm-hmm. and then we dated, and things were going like really well. I really thought I hit the jackpot. She was, jack, jackpot. She was an absolutely sweet girl. Like loved her to bits. Didn't turn out well. And she said, "I still want to be friends." And then my philosophy was, "Okay, put in the work. You got to put in the work if that's what you want, because you've already the you know our relationship as two people mm-hmm. was pretty much sullied right. because we moved past being friends." Being really like best friends and, you know, being intimate and dating and having right. serious future talks. And now we're back from like, you know, we're from down from grade seven to grade one. Oh, so we're yeah. really, we're really just kind of rebuilding. Ooh. And that's really all on you. That's right. a good point, though. Can you, can you go back to being yeah, friends? Yeah. Mm. And, and that's exactly. I thought that was the question. No, that's exactly. Yeah. Cause I mean, like, 
it's technically kind of like demoting in a way, you know? Cause and you have all the baggage and you right. know all the history, yeah. right. but you're not close anymore. Like, Y'all, say, I changed my answer. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. How about, how about this? You could be civil. Like, you could see each other. Like I said, you can, you know, be cordial and stuff. But, like, are you going to be hanging out, like, you know, even just communicating like you were prior to the relationship? Hell no. Yeah. No, same here, man. Because I know people who are like that. And I just, I look at them so sideways because I just can't understand how you can go from, you know, being in a full-fledged relationship, intimacy, all that stuff, the whole nine yards. Mm -hmm. And then break up but still have that connection where you guys are still texting like you normally would and doing everything like you normally would but obviously the intimacy and the love aspect is gone like i i don't know how people can separate that. well if i can add on to that yeah. i think this happens with a lot of um divorced couples sometimes is you know they're together they have kids and they the marriage itself they're you know love for each other it doesn't work right but they still you know revere and respect each other so much that they really are better as friends and co-parents rather than being couples. And oh, yeah. I feel like that's a, a lot of younger people are probably going to be like that. If there's yeah. kids involved, right. definitely. No, I'm talking like just normal couples, no kids Even involved. after, because like I know, like I knew some people who like, I had a buddy of mine who was really just like pining after this girl. I'm like, dude, it's it's been way too long. You never made a shot. She never made a shot. I would just, you know, Dead it, yeah. stop mm-hmm. it. And then, you know, he talks to me and he says that, He's actually kind of moved on from seeing her in that romantic light. And he's always all like, honestly, like if I went out with her, it would completely ruin our friendship. Mm-hmm. Like I see, I value her more as a friend rather than risk it all for a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I'm totally fine with that. That's what he tells me. And I think that's, that's a very great attitude to have. No, absolutely. But going back to the um, post, like, you know, if you if you break up with someone, can you still be friends with them? I always said, you know, you got to put in the work because – we're, it's pretty much starting over. Like, imagine, like, you know, like me trying to be really good friends with JD. You know, you know, we just met, like, you know, recently. Right. But imagine, oh, me and JD are gonna be friends. Oh, cool. Didn't you burn my house down last month? <laughs> it's literally stuff like that. So they got to put in the work. And this, you know, this young lady, she didn't put in the work. So we didn't become friends. And yeah. that really splintered our friend group. Mm. I won. All my friends chose my side <laughs> because they were, they, they all oh, saw, yeah, they all knew. Sides get chosen. Yeah, bro code, man. That's, oh, man. That's, that's we're picking Cheryl. <laughs> yeah. Good old Curb Enthusiasm meme. But she actually was, she sent me a message way back because she said, I'm sorry I was a bad friend. And I kind of knew right away. I'm like, she, she literally just said, I'm sorry I was a bad friend. And I was thinking when I was reading this, I go, ooh, should I like double down? I'm like, yeah, you were shitty friend. How <laughs> dare you do all that shit to me? But I went to like. Took the high road. No, I literally said, well, how so? That's what I said. Oh, oh man. I go, well, you how so? dig a little deeper. Yeah, don't I know. say. <laughs> I'm like, well, how so? And then she kind of gave me her side. And yeah. her, the boyfriend after me was way worse than me. Like, you know, he was, uh-huh. he was a really skeevy guy. But she never really noticed that because, you know, when you're in love, you got the blinders on. Right. Mm-hmm. You only see what you want to see. But then she realized that she was in a toxic relationship and one of her best friends was in a toxic relationship and that changed who she was Too and her late, attitude honey. towards me changed. Too late, honey. And mm-hmm. I literally said, we, this, we were back in college and she says, she just wanted to apologize and I really appreciated it, but I feel like there is really nothing left. Maybe down the line, yeah. maybe, because you know we still have that, that history that I look back on. I remember Cherish because I was young, I was happy, I was in love. And I always remember those days. Those are really great days, but... I go back to my philosophy of everyone is in your life for a reason for a certain amount of time. And when that thing is up, you know, they got to go. The chapter's over. Close yeah. to the go. Absolutely. But 
in all in my it sounds like you got closure though she apologized and like kind of that was that right? i did i did kind of i did kind of get closure but you know there was it was already several years had passed but you know to answer the initial question of should you be friends with someone you'd you know been with it really is up to you and if they want to they they got to put in the work if they broke up with you they got to put in the work if you broke up with them um then you would have to be then you would have to prove it because that's what you're suggesting fair enough fair enough even even I remember some people broke up and they were friends with benefits and I'm like no nah, I wouldn't do oh, that. See that's even messier. <laughs> that is yeah. messy. Yeah, that's even messier. Because the thing with that is with friends with benefits, even though I'm not entirely against it, if we're just friends, we didn't date. Yeah. Is someone's getting used, and one of you doesn't know who it is yet. Either you're being used or you're using someone. Right. right. So that's just a bit kind of it's a little skeevy for me. And the rule of thumb that I have is like if I'm like say like. I'm dating Shlomo's cousin, and then it doesn't go good. Yeah. I don't think you can – and I'm trying to think how it was. Like, you can't be friends with your – you can't be friends with the person – you can't be friends with your girlfriend if she's dating your replacement. That's too, like, too much tension. But if there's one after him and there's a link of separation, then, you know, go on means because you know the secrets and he knows the secrets, so you can t- talk about <laughs> her and you guys are going to be cool. But, you know, that really is up to you. Do what's best for you. You know, we always push for good mental health. Do what's best for you. Exactly. Oh, man, that, speaking of that, I actually know somebody who literally had somebody, significant other, mm-hmm. literally dated her f- for like good year or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the side, he was also seeing his ex at the same time. No. And it was literally that, like, this, you just, they were friends, but then it became friends with benefits because, you know, they, him and his ex, they had history, obviously. So it was just more or less that he couldn't let that go. So mm. he kept that as, you know, to the side, but he was dating somebody else. Uh. But, like, you know, it's, very messy. Uh, <laughs> Very do, messy. Now you can't do that. And Shlomo, what's what's the thing that I say now when I get rejected? Trim the fat. Yeah. Mm-mm. Trim the fat in the trash because the fat's bad for you. Like, you know, keep it away from you. That's just, you know, that's me. I'm not calling women fat. That's not <laughs> what I'm saying at all. Don't get it's, it twisted. Yeah. It's metaphorical. Shit, just, I like them thick, man. Just, just trim the fat. <laughs> so... Um. Okay, this is probably the one where it's gonna get a little, a little. It was why no one, no one else is here. A little so spicy. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. So, okay. discuss the emotions of going through the breakup from both perspectives. So let's do. Want to do the easy one first and be the breaker upper? Doesn't matter to me. Anyway, Shit. No so, so for 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 me, I've always thought that when I'm about to break up with someone, and it's a very rare privilege I have, it <laughs> it always is. It's just this dread. Like you know, you sat in it. You've been stewing in it. Like I'm not happy. This person. Like, and you feel bad for kind of keeping them with you because you know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of the proper way to say this. Is like you're holding them back from someone who will treat them better, mm-hmm. but the only thing that's holding you back is like the fear of like disappointing them. Because I've always had that problem of disappointing people. I still have that problem of like I don't like disappointing. people. Yeah, and it really is just like I have to. I have to do it. I have to break up with this person, and you know, hopefully, it's person to person, away from all the knives and throwable things. And you just got to say. It. And once you do it, one, you feel. You feel bad because you know you're disappointed this person. Immediately, you this person. yeah, yeah. You feel you you hurt this person that who you you at one point like cared the most about. Mm-hmm. But there's also this kind of Schadenfreude effect of oh my god, I did it. Internally, the the weight is just gone. yeah, exactly. Like like, like, oh, yeah. like, like you, you know, I shit. feel you, dog. My my most recent breakup last week, yeah, yeah, last week. No, <laughs> well, the thing is, like for 
for a long time, my, I don't know strategy, but like I just, it just happened of like, I would kind of reel back and just kind of like give a little bit less of myself, you know, and then eventually like they would get fed up and it would kind of fizzle out. I wouldn't I really have that like that. super, like I'm not very confrontational in that regard. Cause same You're thing. You're really not. I don't like to, to upset people like that, but this was the most recent time where I was like, it's not going to work. Like I need to like directly address the situation. And like you said, it was a weight off my shoulders. Cause like, you know, you're walking around dealing with it. Like you're dreading mm-hmm. talking to them where, cause oh, you just yeah. know you have that feeling. You're like, damn, like I'm not happy. Like it, it's coming. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Coming, it was, but, it was oh, a weight, and like it, it sucked obviously, but you know, you move forward and, um, in the long run, it was like, wow, it was a lot easier than doing it the other way of just like kind of letting it just fizzle you know absolutely was it a long term short term or i'd say like medium term medium term. that's like a term yeah Yeah. pretty medium term. medium ranges from like your own perspective no yeah i definitely feel like the short term medium terms are definitely obviously the easier one yeah i wouldn't even say the easier one but it's definitely less easier to handle and less damage absolutely because you know if you're only if you're only been someone like three months like you're like yeah there's like a threshold where it's like yo if you've only been dating for two or three months like it's you know it could easily there's not really that many emotions attached but if it's upwards of like six months a year that's a bit tougher interesting see i think it's for me i feel like like a couple months to a year like that kind of space i feel like is kind of like the easier but anything after a year, I yeah. feel like for me, it's just like the one that's year. Where it gets that's kinda, the that's there's the, a mark. That's the ten yard line. Yeah, that's when things that's get really muddy out and there. And for those of y'all who've been in long term, when you hit around the three year mark, then it's like, yo, wh- you're in it. What nah, are we doing yeah, here, yo? Fucked. Yeah, yeah, there's always it. like that, like kind of speed bump. Where, like, you better be gay. Yeah. <laughs> God, you better find a way. Yeah, no, literally. Yeah, once you get to like, yeah, if you're like three, four, five years into it, and like you're having thoughts like that. Of just like, man, I got to get out of here. It's just mm-hmm. like, you should have done that way back, man. Like, I don't know what you're doing just sitting there. Yeah. Oh, especially if, you, if you're if you co-signed on that apartment and you got right. joint bank right. accounts. And, you oh, know, get engaged family. and it's like, oh, when are we going to get Yo, married? It's like, oh, God. Oh, boy. You, this, is, this is why. Like, the thing is, like, kind of like, it's, it's kind of difficult because some, everyone always kind of has, like, you know, small little fights or small little doubts. Like I'm like I'm like, oh man, this girl's parents hate me, and if I get married, I have to stick with them. And they they're pretty healthy, so they're not gonna die for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so I just you just kind of you know sometimes you gotta live with it. But I don't think that like every single challenge is like a relationship ender. It really is kind of like a you know what we talk about like you know, when when the straw that breaks the camel's back. Like oh, yes, that's too much. But it, it's it would be much harder to do if it was later down the line. So mm. I wouldn't say like, if you're like, man, I don't like the way they cook my hash browns. We're done. Like more is just like a, imagine that somebody just yeah, erupts. Probably you know what? somebody out there who does exactly that. And it's just like, you know what? This country's crazy. Of course, high is. standards. I'm t- oh, man. Now on the inverse, I'm being broken up with, Oh, that's oh, let's get that. Let's mm. <laughs> let's get let's that. Let's go. Let's go. Gotta tell you, stinks. Um, it stinks. Yeah, I will. I definitely will say. At first, it hurt like hell. Um, but recently, I've become very petty. Very really. Oh, very petty. Uh, especially if they're like the long term ones. And I've been in a couple of those where I'm talking like a year or two. Uh-huh. And oh yeah, like I'm talking like. I've I've egged cars. Like, <laughs> petty, I've egged a car. Petty, man. Um, so, yeah, well, yeah, that's like, you know, that's not like... like that's Gee, I wonder who could up, have done like, this. <laughs> yeah. Um, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Right, right, right. I, like, you know. 
Um, but no, I t- yeah, that definitely obviously is the worst side to be on. Um, but through my experiences, I've definitely learned a lot. And recently, I've just kind of had myself. I have my 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 mentality is essentially learn from your mistakes. Mm-hmm. As worse as as bad as they are, learn from every bit about it and just make sure that the next time or moving forward, you know, those red flags are more noticeable. Right. So, you know, red flags, big meme right now. Oh yeah. (laughs) I like mustard and mayonnaise together. are honest though. Right. No, no, exactly. I mean, it's, it's at the end of the day. I mean, you're not in it by yourself. That other person is in it too. So like, if they're not happy, if you're not happy, like regardless of how that other person is going to feel like just, fucking say hey look you know you're cool or hey like we had fun but like unfortunately x y and z Mm -hmm. it's just not gonna work what (laughs) why waterworks why because i care about you enough to tell you and you know because again like we said earlier the weight is just gonna get heavier and heavier on Mm -hmm. you or whoever it is and it's just gonna make you more miserable and it's Mm -hmm. just like that's just gonna make you a very angry grumpy old person emotion (laughs) Emotion-wise, I think I'll go into further depth because we have a question coming up about our own personal ones. But I think one of the big things that comes in, and I, you know, I just saw Hades Town, so it, it's this, this 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 crushing sense of like doubt because, mm. like, you know, you really believe that, like, oh, this person sees me for the 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 best that I am. No one's ever seen me like this before, and you share everything, and it just kind of ends like it could end like so abruptly or so tragically, and you're just all like, well. Like, fuck, like, what even, like, man, like, I thought this person was, like, really cool, and then apparently, guess I am shit. Like, all those demons that you had are now justified in saying, see, you are unlovable, fat Tony. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, but I, it really is just kind of a lot of that, because, you know, you, I think you're... I'm my biggest fan, but I'm also my own worst enemy because yeah. I know yeah. all the nasty shit in this <laughs> brain. And, you know, when you get talked up by, like, someone, like, you love, like, those kind of go away. But then when they leave and they say, like, they, you know, they, oh, here's why I'm breaking up with you, this, 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 this. Oh, wow, more stuff to add to the pile. And that stuff kind of really just, like, makes you feel makes you feel pretty rough, mm. to put it lightly. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, pretty rough. At least, I mean, when they're honest, it's like, I appreciate that rather than somebody just beating around the bush. It doesn't have to be like relationships, even like friendships. If someone has a problem with me, I'd rather them directly say like, hey, like you did this, 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 you said this, like this pissed me off rather than like being passive aggressive and just, or not responding and just not answering you. It's like if someone has a problem, like, yo, you got to let me know and vice versa. Like if you have a problem with somebody, you should let them know about it because they may not even be aware that it's bothering them. Right. It makes a difference. It and really they, does make a difference. And how you gonna? How do you expect shit to change if you don't if you don't vocalize? Exactly. It? And at the end of the day, they may end up appreciating that things might not end up being as bad as you know if you didn't mm-hmm. say anything. Exactly. You, know? you could save yourself a whole two hours of just tears and yelling, frustration, and yeah, frustration. Oh yeah. Even like, <laughs> even with that, like you know, like like you know, I think Louis C.K. said like. Like, you can't really judge your own character. Like, she says, like, when someone says you're an asshole, you can't go, no, I'm not. <laughs> so it really is just a matter of, like, um, perspective. Mm-hmm. Very so true. Also. Absolutely. So here's this one. You don't have to go in too much, but, you know, I think it's a very good thing to say. It's the worst breakup stories you've been involved with or have <laughs> heard about. Oh, man. Okay. 
I will say I, I have this. I'm really it's it's a it's a funny one because of how stupid I was. It had nothing to do with me. So a friend of mine got was back in high school. A friend of mine got broken up with by this guy who I didn't really know too well. I knew of him because he was dating my friend, and she was distraught and really upset. And you know I hate seeing my you know my friends upset. And I remember I was going to a party that night. I do get invited to parties, and he was going to be there. And I'm like. Oh, I'm gonna let him have it for hurting my friend. <laughs> and I remember everyone's all partying, we're all having fun. It's a theater, the drama kids, graphics kids, different parties, you know, back when we were in high school. But I remember he was there was a fire and he was just sitting there by himself. I'm like, all right, Tony, here we go. We're gonna, we're <laughs> gonna lay it in. We're gonna I sit right next to him. Lay it in him. I go sit next to him. I'm all like a bit all <laughs> tough on my chest out. I go, Hey, um, heard about what happened earlier. He's like, Yeah. I bet that sucked, didn't it? Yeah. Well, okay, bye. That was it? And I got up and left, and I'm like, what the hell even was that? Oh, my God. I'm all like, am I am I really going to throw like throw, th- throw hands at Anthony D'Alto's backyard party? No, I'm not. And I'm all like, well, that's the last time I'm going to do something like that. Yeah. But I wouldn't have gotten kicked out. I was beloved over there. Oh, hell yeah. Like, who, like, who, is this, who invited him? <laughs> I don't even remember his name. Like, who invited him? And I was gone on vacation later that day. Later that day. The next day. So that's usually that, – anytime I think about a breakup, that's usually probably one of my funnier stories, even though it really had nothing to do with me. Yeah. It's just Tony just being stupid. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I got a pretty uh, interesting one. When I was in college, I, I moved to California, so I was doing yes. a semester over there. Yes. You were working for and, La La Land, yeah. Uh, my buddy, he uh, – you know, I became friends with him very quickly, my friend Aaron, and uh, he's like, oh, oh Aaron, I, yeah. Yeah, he introduced me to this girl. He's like, oh, I think, you know, I think you guys like each other. Started dating for, you know, like a month or two, and it it was cool. She was cool people's, but, like, it just wasn't working out. Mm-hmm. And so I started seeing this other girl, and that was going okay. It was, you know, it was like a, you know, just a dating kind of thing. We were, like, hooking up. And then um, wasn't yeah, sure where we stood, so, I you know, I met this other person. You know, you're meeting all these people. Come to find out all three of the people the girls like were in this friend group oh man yeah and so i found myself at like not just one like several instances of being at the same party and inevitably my heart bleeds i would get brought to i would either get invited to these parties or get you know somehow end up at these events and then all either two of the three or whatever and then there was a few times where all like me and the three of them were just in a circle talking. Oh, no. oh yeah, man, dude. Did they all Brutal. know? Like, yeah, uh, they all of know course. Oh, of course. Man. Yeah, it was. Wow. Uh, it, I, I look around like, is this like a joke? Is this a movie? <laughs> he like, got set up. He got set up. Yeah. Where's Ashton Kutcher? Yeah, literally, cameras so come out of awkward. <laughs> like awkward, but also like I just had to keep it cool. Like yeah. I had to just be chilling. But inside, I'm like, this is nuts. Like this, uh. this is ridiculous. Oh, so you weren't doing the hey, meet me in the coat room. Okay, hey, meet me at the terrace. Okay, hey, meet me by the buffet. Okay, and then you're. I running was on back damage control. Like I don't want her to be mad at me and like their friends. I don't know the dynamics Man, too. Like is... my friend, big. Like, oh yeah, come meet to this thing. Look, it's who's three... gonna be there? Oh, she's gonna be. I'm like, cool. And then and she's one, gonna be you know, there. this and one would show up. That one. It's like, yo, what in the world is going on? Here? So, was there any tension? There was yeah. never. There was Eruption. definitely tension, bro. But Did there was no eat? fights and nothing, nothing like that. It was okay. just like more, just like hilariousness. Shlomo host of the five. On I Fox would. News. I would have died inside and probably just curled up in a corner and just waited for the party to end. Almost like, I, I don't know. True hilarity. I remember standing in the circle, like when the first time all three of us are talking or four of us were talking, looking over one of their shoulders and seeing my boy with just his, the expression on his face were like, can you describe it? For, well, we, they can't, they can't bro, see. 
I told him like he he mentioned like oh so and so might be coming so I'm like all right like let me know so I can like you know just yeah right, like move right. somewhere else in the <laughs> so building or whatever and he dropped the ball like just didn't give me the heads up and before I knew it I was like talking to all Damn. three of them like I'm just looking over the shoulder looking at him and he was just like I'm so sorry this bro. man got swarmed yeah oh As it was cool man, like no nah, they're all cool people but so it was as horrible like, wow. as it sounds. I would totally be down for it because I've never experienced anything like that. Well, that's scary. I look nah, back on it; it's I've... hilarious. But like at the time, I was yeah, just a lot. Like, yeah, a lot of the stuff we look back on, fun? you know, in 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 fondness. But you know, at the time, it was yeah. not fun. Like my pregnancy scares. Oh <laughs> man, um, damn dog. I so I was in a similar similar situation. Unfortunately, though, I, well, thankfully, it, was, five, it wasn't there, three of them. There were five <laughs> of them. Oh <laughs> uh, no, it was only two. Um, but now my my worst one uh, definitely. I was dating this chick probably for like a year and a half, mm-hmm. um, but it was serious. Like she was oh. sleeping over my house, and like she knew my mom. Yeah. Like, Once they have stuff at your house, no, exactly. That's exactly. Like level Her four. toothbrush was literally oh, yeah. like next to my toothbrush. Like she was there that often. We share the same toothpaste. Mm-hmm. We did actually. Yeah, we did. Wow, this yeah, is... we did. So it was some real. Sh- real yeah, it was deal. some serious shit. Um, We're looking at dogs. Who uh, she already had a dog, so thankfully we didn't have to. Okay, worry good. About you that. don't have to get. Um, Go ahead, no, good. But yeah, so literally. We're in bed, we're sleeping. It's like some, I don't even know, God hour in the morning. And I hear a phone going off. Ring-a-ding-ding. And I'm just like, all right, well, you know, whatever, whatever. It just keeps going, though. It's like call after call after call. And I'm just like, all right, who what the hell? Who's going to be one of those And scammers. she's still sleeping. She's like oblivious. And I'm just like, like what's going on here? Yeah. So I'm just like, whatever, I'll pick up. Some dude's on the other line. Oh, well. He's like, hey, so-and-so, like, you know, what's up? And I'm just like. What's up with you, dog? Like, yeah. who is this? Who is this? Um, and he's like, oh, this is so-and-so. Like, who's this? And I'm just like, well, this is her boyfriend. And, like, why are you, re- like, calling her this this, this hour, yeah. At this hour. He was like, well, she's supposed to come over my house. Like, I didn't even know she had a boyfriend. Like, all, oh, all this stuff. So, wow. so I take the conversation to the Harlot. bathroom. <laughs> I take the conversation to the bathroom. Because, mind you, she's literally sleeping. It's like, she's a heavy sleeper. Thank God. Because if she was a light sleeper, I probably would have never found out. She would have answered the phone. Exactly. Uh, so I take it to the bathroom, and I'm just like, yeah, dude, like, her and I have been dating for a while. Like, she basically lives with me, like, basically giving him the background of us. And he's like, I didn't know that. She's been, oh, she'd been coming to my dorm all this time. She sleeps over in my dorm. Like, we've, you know, fucked and all this stuff. And I'm my just like. Goodness. That's interesting. Um, but at, at you gotta other, do some parent traps now. But after he said that, though, it made perfect sense because she would tell me things like, "Oh, I'm gonna go hang out with my friend after work." You know, she goes to such and such school, mm-hmm. which is his school, uh-huh. and I'm just like, "Oh, you know, cool." I was stupid enough to trust her, essentially. Yeah. And well, trust meanwhile, is important, but yeah. Trust and, can be and meanwhile, though, she's not going to see her friend; she's going to see him oh, instead. Wow. And, yeah, and it's been going on for a minute. So I'm just like, okay. So obviously I'm mad, but at the end of the day, I'm more mad at her because he didn't know. Yeah, he, it's not his He's fault. the victim too. Right. So I just, you know, calmly, I was just like, all right, dude, listen. I calmly packed her both shit. Of, both of us are being like basically played. fucked here. And being played. Yeah, so like I could be mad at you. You could be upset. But at the end of the day, we need to direct that towards her. The yeah. enemy of my enemy is so, my friend. Exactly. No, exactly. So I put him on speaker. I turned the light on. I grabbed a trash bag. I woke her up and I was just like, grab all your shit. We're going to such and such school. We have to have a conversation. Yes. Oh, let's go. She's like, yes. And she's like waking up. She's like, wait, what? What what are you talking about? And I'm just like, 
go ahead, dude. Like, talk real quick. And he's on speaker. So he's like, oh, hey. Like, what's Yo, up? And like, go. she literally started freaking <laughs> out. Not even crying. She's just like freaking, what the hell? Oh, like, is this not what you think? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I've been having a conversation with him in the bathroom while you've been sleeping. Like, I know everything. You don't need to lie to me right now. Just grab Ooh. everything, put it in the bag, and let's go. So she literally, while she's like yelling and just making it like she Way more she's got the ca- She's the caged animal, mind the pipe. Right. No, like, animal, cornered animal. That's like, what it is. Uh, it was just crazy. And I'm just like, mm. say whatever you mm, want to say. I love it. Pack it up. Like, let's go. And he's still on chop, speaker. Chop, I have him on the mm. phone the whole time. And I'm just like, dude, I'm going to hang up. I'm going to call you back. We're heading to your place. We're cool now. <laughs> um, and it's pouring out. So I, we pile in the car. I throw shit in the back of the car. We're driving all the way to the dorm and stuff. We get to the dorm. She's sitting in the back seat. No. Well, she, <laughs> uh, she reluctantly is, uh, she's cooperative. But, like, she's very, like. Pissed. Yeah. Um, so we get to his dorm. He comes out. He gets in the car. We're all sitting there. And it's silence. And I'm just like, so who wants to start first? Oh, God. Who wants to start first? Mm. <laughs> like, mm. I didn't want to start mm. first because I knew, like, if I started first, it was just going to go, mm-hmm. you know, zero to 100 real quick. So I wanted to hear their side of things of how the hell that even started. Yeah. Uh, so she ended up starting and she was like, he didn't mean nothing. I just, you know, you you busy and like, I don't feel like you and I connect on a level anymore because you're busy doing your thing and I'm sitting here all the time and I'm just like, okay, but... Why are I, you living in my house? Right. Why are you living we in my we house? live together basically and it's... Okay, I'm busy, but I'm. I, you're still welcome to come with me. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no reason for you not to be able to come with me to any of my gigs, any of my shows, or whatever the case is. So that excuse right there, BS, out the window. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. even give me that. So I turned to him and just like, all right, well, tell me your side. Right now you. Oh, literally. He essentially was just like, yeah, like, I've known her for a bit. She hit me up. I... She she went to the same school, but she graduated prior. Mm-hmm. But she still had friends who didn't graduate yet. So she would hang around and stuff. Yeah, so yeah, essentially... Yeah. He saw her with her friends over mm-hmm. there, and he approached her. Mm. And she acted single. She didn't oh. say, like, oh, I had a boyfriend, nothing. She just, like, you know, started talking, started mingling. It went from, you know, texting to, you know, whatever. Right. And that whole time did not once mention, like, hey, like, I That's don't have a boyfriend or anything like that. We have a lot of words for someone like that. Uh, yeah. And I, I'm so glad that I asked. And I, I, to this day, it was probably one of my best moments. I literally turned to both of them. I was just like, bro, didn't you, like, once ask her, like, hey, why are you always coming to my place? Why can't I go to your place? Or, like, hey, like, yeah, why are you so sneaky? Because, like, she literally would just, like, go to his dorm. And then not even in the morning, but, like, she would dip out before the morning. Mm-hmm. And it was some like always some like random excuse. Sneaky, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like very, exactly. very shysty real shysty shit. Free, uh, free poo shysty, by the way. But like, that's a, besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, like you know, real obvious things of just like red flags of just like okay, you clearly like something going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, I just, des- I desperately hope that the story ends with you getting in your car with her stuff, and then he goes back to his dorm. And then she's out in the rain. Left in the poor. Uh, no, unfortunately oh. not. Unfortunately, I did actually almost die, though, because oh. when he got out of the car, she started coming after me like she was like the victim. And she I shit you not. She just boom on the gas pedal. Oh. And we just started 
like bolting forward and I'm just like, what are you doing right now? She's like, my life's over. Like, Whoa. I'm just, this is Damn it. Right it. This is. is it. And I'm just like, listen, I'm not going down. I'm not dying. I'm not anything. I'm for not your stupidity. Like no, I shit you not, man. She, like, like she was like, just got caught robbing a bank and she's just like, doesn't want to go to jail. I'm just yeah. like, nah, this not we're not, serious, yeah, we're not doing this. Like, I'm not dying because of this. That's your fault. And we ended up, we, we drove back to her house. She got her shit thrown out. And, <laughs> <laughs> and that was literally, besides her having to come back to pick up one more thing from my place, that was the last last time I ever talked to her. And now she's some other poor sap's problem. Uh, well, now she actually, she still occasionally pops up to my shows. Oh, the yeah. nerve. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The nerve. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's um, nuts. She did attempt one point. She did attempt to like reconcile, reconcile and yeah. just like all that. No, no. And it's just there's like no, nah. There's nah. no room for that type. But of to be nonsense. honest, to be honest, to be honest, I would have heard her out. But she literally did uh, an attempt to reconcile and then attempt to ask for free entry for a, a big show. Oh, that stop. I was doing. Stop. I shit you fucking not. What? The, what? The a metaphorical piece of work. Balls on her was just. Crazy! I can't believe crazy. it. Crazy. So best believe you, I blocked her and everything. But well, yeah. luckily we have her here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you are living several men's dream with that story. Oh, I was literally Shlomo saw me literally just just salivating at the thought. Like, <laughs> ooh, here's what I'd say, and this is what I'd do. Uh, my story is nothing like that at all. It's literally the opposite. I don't know how the hell you can top that. But I know I. Um, Get your get your tears out. No, but I, that, that was a great story. I'm glad you came today. Uh, yeah, dude. I, it's again, like I said, hands down. I mean, obviously it was a bad situation. But you know what? We're better people for it. Dude. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. That's mm-hmm. that right there is one of the main things. Is again, like I said before, learn from my mistakes. Right. Yeah, I see those flags way more clear. Another thing too is like you know. To find out what you want in somebody, you sometimes have to find out what you don't want from somebody. Right. Mm-hmm. Not exactly. Yeah. But I remember this one time. This will be my uh, one of my biggest breakups of all time was in college. It was with this person. She ended up cheating on me. But mm. this, it was a whole. It, was a, it wasn't as bad as that. <laughs> it was not as bad or as satisfying as that. It was a lot much more shystier. So we were dating for nine months, and I thought things were going really good. That was my longest relationship at the time because Tony just can't seem to hold them down. <laughs> But um, I remember, and it really stunk because I got—I just moved in to my uh, for my second year of college. I just moved in. I got oh, I got pranked. My one of my friends, he put a bunch of gay porn in my room. And oh, my, God. my front, my parents found it all. They go, "Who's this?" this? I go, oh, "Well, it can't no. be mine. I just moved in. How could it possibly be mine?" But then well, we're all having a good time, and I get I'm facetiming her. And I noticed, and this is this requires a little context. So I was at a Donald Trump event because he was running for president at the time. I was working. Like, I wasn't is, uh, supporting my guy right here. I wasn't <laughs> supporting him. I was right. wor- I was working the back to make sure none of the you know the cooks would come up and kill him. Right. So you're welcome, Amer- you're welcome, America. welcome, America. But um, no, I remember I was safe. I was texting her that, uh, <laughs> that 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 evening, not doing my job protecting Donald Trump, and she was. I could tell that she was in a mood. She was something. Something was bothering her, and I'm all like, "Oh, okay, you know, give him a couple days, let him stew and think." Because that's usually something that I do. Someone's in a mood, give him a couple days to yeah. let it stew, and then I Facetimed her because I think she wanted to talk to me, and I'm all like, "I thought, oh, she she wants to see how my movement went." I'm like, "Hey, what's up? This is my new place. Amazing!" And she literally says you know blah blah yeah yeah cool and then she, i will never forget what she said she says 
I've been doing a lot of thinking. I'm like, oh, oh you're kidding. Uh oh. You're you know. kidding yeah. me. Like, not even two hours into my sophomore year, Jeez. I get broken up with. Oh, boy. That was what a riot. Well, not a riot. Well, it was angry riot. But it's it a riot now. It's a, it is a riot now because, you know, that is funny looking back. But for me, you know, at the time, it really was a lot like, you know, was it the five stages of grief? Yeah. It, what is it? It's um depression, anger, bargaining, eating. No, it's not eating. Bargaining. bargaining. <laughs> yeah, that, one. there's a bargain and doubt and then acceptance. That Those are the ones. What are you bargaining, though? Uh, bargaining, I'll, I'll tell you. So I remember when she told me initially – it was, I think it was doubt. Like, no, no way. You're, you're messing around. That you're can't messing be around. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. That, that was exactly that. And then it was kind of like the, and even the the doubt that I talked about earlier, because like I remember, and I, I really, this is probably the time I really didn't like who I was. I turned into just like, this beast. Not JD beast kind of bad, but like, I was, just, I was just, I didn't, I didn't recognize who this person was because I was hurt. And mm. I just remember saying, or so was everything you ever told me, like, you know, bullshit and all, you, you like actually not give two shits about me. And I, that's just how, that's how I felt. Immediate reaction. That's yeah, how yeah. I felt. Yeah. So then I remember feeling kind of like that depression. I was just, I was super bummed for, honestly, it was like late August to like November, I think. I was mm-hmm. pretty, I was pretty freaking bummed out. Let's see. What were the other ones? It was oh bartering. So this kind of we'll talk about this later. But I said okay. Well, I remember saying, well, can you, well, can you think about it for a couple of weeks? Like obviously, maybe maybe I did something because you know I'm that person. Maybe I did something, and I I'm was the same way where it. it's like yo, know, you trying to you get into an argument, you try to reflect. All right, yeah, what I don't I think I'm wrong, but like let me try <laughs> yeah. to like see it from your point of view. I remember just saying yeah, exactly. Like so, you know, and give it a couple of days, give it a right, something right, right. I think. And I just remember like that didn't work. And then there was the what was it? And yeah, the anger of kind of like, because she would say so much, you know, shit about me to my friends, all the secret, oh, be- all of my man. secret beans, the, the TTGs, oh, yeah. No. X. And her. she would, you know, spread mm. that throughout. So I had to start spreading them myself so I could oh. do damage control. <laughs> okay, everyone, here's, let me, let me tell you all my, all my personal secrets. Yeah. So just so <laughs> she wouldn't have that leverage over me. It's not eight inches, it was 11 inches. Come on. <laughs> And then eventually, I think it was right. around November, it was eventually, around <laughs> November, it was the eventual, like, acceptance. Like, all right. It is what it is. Yeah. This is over. It's done. And there's really nothing to, you know, build from. Because, you know, at the time, she's like, oh, someone wants to be friends. I'm like, all right. All right. Prove it. Go ahead. Try to be my friend. Yeah. Didn't work because she was, at the time, when I was at the Trump rally, she was already pining after someone else. Uh. And we found out that this guy was a manipulative son of a bitch. So, obviously, that's not going to work out. So that was probably one of the roughest, toughest times, and I just remember just the absolute just despair, just feeling. Just, I, I remember just feeling it was the, it was the worst I've ever felt in my entire life. Damn. Yeah. But you know what? I'm a better person for it now. Yeah. And I remember I a- back. I remember I demanded. I asked for you know. Well, I demanded because I feel like everyone's entitled to an explanation. Of yeah. Why oh, absolutely. I feel like everyone's entitled, even if it's a little bullshit one. But I remember she told me because what what was happening was she was going to do a program in Florida and I was going to be in New York Mm. and she got accepted and it was a very difficult one to get into. And I remember from her perspective and I think, you know, what she told me was completely justified. She was right that I really wasn't happy for her. Like I didn't like being long distance because I'd never been, you know, 
I never had been in close proximity to somebody. So right, right, right. long distance was like a big step in the right, wrong direction gotcha. for me, gotcha. for me. And I just remember not taking well, not being happy for her, not being supportive. And when she told me that, I remember thinking like, oh, it was bullshit at the time. Now that I look back and I'm like, she's totally right. She was totally yeah, right. Dude, long she was distance just right. Yeah, exactly. Sucks. Long distance is can't, not I can't. Anymore. I mean, I should say I can't do it, but it's not easy at all. I did it for two years with somebody in Jersey. How'd yeah. that go? Terrible. <laughs> well, yeah, it's and Jersey. This is, terrible. And this was like before, this is when like the internet. MySpace was before big. MySpace. Yeah. So she went from your top one, then she trickled down to number four, and then oh, eventually God, she was out, yeah, of, out of the top five. It's letters by candlelight with the wax seal stamp from the Jessica <laughs> and Tony Walkwelly. My beloved Shirlene from Trenton. <laughs> that makes it even more romantic, writing each other letters, bro. Yeah. I know. I'm totally down for that, but. Yeah, those are our worst breakups. So, you know, here's a quick one for you. I want to debate the idea of taking a break. Oh. Is it real or uh-huh. is it just just a little like you're too much of a wuss to say we're breaking up? It depends. Up. It I think depends. it does depend. Because I will depends. say sometimes, sometimes I have known people who have taken breaks and they are still together and they're a lot stronger. Because sometimes, sometimes absence does make the heart grow fonder. Mm-hmm. Not always. Huge but disclaimer. Yeah. From my from my you know, own experience. Um, if you're, if I want to take a break, it's pretty much I want to break up, but I'm too was I'm too was of a say. Yeah. It's more of like saying oh, I'm a moderate Democrat. Well, just say you're freaking Republican then. Just 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 freaking say it. And see, that's where cheating comes in because exactly. I was about to say when, way out. More often than not, the I want to take a break. The person is like, uh, there's somebody that I want to hook up with, but I don't want to do it while we're dating. So let's take a break. I can do my thing, and then I'll come back. Like right. it doesn't work like that. Right. No. Yeah. No, they, no. I feel like also, even if it's n- not that situation, I feel like some people f- associate taking a break to that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you like, want to oh, take a break? Anymore, oh, because yeah. you're, oh, you got some, you got some bitch behind my back, probably that yeah. you want to like fondle or something. That's why you want to break fondling bitch. And it's just like you know, sometimes, like like you said, sometimes you literally need some time, some space away. Sometimes, you know, in the blue moon. It right. does work. Like I'm, I'm, I hate to burst your bubble, but unfortunately, oh, when you no when somebody when somebody says like I want to take a break, it doesn't it doesn't obvious all the time mean that like hey I got another person on the side yeah. that I'm trying to like see what's gonna work out or whatever like you know like you said there's some people that take breaks and come back and they're even stronger. The break is necessary, especially if you're like one of those couples that are like with each other oh, all like the glued time. To the hip. Either you work together or, like, you live together and it's, like, you know, even if you're not together, you're on the phone, you're texting, you're FaceTiming, like, every half hour you're talking to them. It's, like, that shit would annoy the hell out of me. I could never understand that. Can you imagine? Hello, my lovely. How are you? You live with them. What do you want for dinner? You work with them? I just tell people, like, yo, get a baby monitor. (laughs) They're walkie-talkie so, like, you can hear everything they say and do. Like, come on. If you really want to talk to them that much. Yo. No, but no. Like, if I ever hear I want to take a break, I'm all like, oh, so should I initiate it then? Because it's kind of like the statement already. So is there a time window for the rebound relationship? Like, you know, you just broken up with or you're just being broken up with. Like, how much time do you really need to kind of like recompose yourself in order to get yourself back out there? And even like, like for me, for example, like. Uh, I remember for a lot of people that I know, I'm not naming names, like not even, it's not, it's not a pejorative at all, but it's not a, again, it's not a pejorative at all, but I know people who like leave relationships and they just like hop, skip, jump right to the next one, mm. seemingly in a month. And I literally just go, how the hell can you do that? Heartless. 
I'm all because like maybe like because something like I know I know a young lady who I knew all of her boyfriends like pretty well like I got to know them through her. And then they just seemingly replaced by another generic looking white guy. Oof. And I'm just all like, okay. I'm like, do you like all the same things? Actually, I do. I'm like, oh, it's just, it's just, it's literally, it's like, it's new like, model. Yeah. That's exactly, <laughs> exactly what it is. But I feel like this is just like my thing. If you are breaking up with someone, I feel it is incumbent upon you to have a longer window of the rebound because I feel like if I broke up with someone that I've been dating for four years and, you know, we have like, She's like, you know, we have like a one-year-old. It just didn't work out. And then I show up to my family party two months later. This is my new girlfriend, Stephanie. Like, or not even two months, like two weeks. Oh, wow. Jeez. After four years, well, yeah. I will, I will, that's I will, I will, that's, that's, uh, that's some people. Some people just can't be alone. That's another thing, too, I've noticed. Like, some people yeah. need a partner no matter what. Like, even, like you said, two weeks or one month. Some people, that's just way too Depending, long. And they yeah. just need that. You know, not that support, but just like that feeling of having somebody yeah. there, which personally for me, I just, yeah, I need time for sure. Especially if it's like a long-term type thing. Like I'm definitely not like jumping into the next, like next week. Like, Hey, you know, like here's back to the club. Right. There's also yeah. a period of time too. Like if you date someone for a few years and then there's like that period of time, like you run into people, Oh, you like, how is so-and-so? And then oh, you're like, yeah. Don't even, even, don't even, even, don't. Yo, you oh, know what's yeah. hilarious? Uh, the night was it the night before Halloween? I saw this dude from high school, and he was like, "Oh, like how is uh how so and so?" And I'm like, this girl I dated in high school. Mind oh, you, I hadn't geez. seen her since then. <laughs> Been broken up for like six, five, six years. Jeez. I just I started laughing. I'm like, "Yo, wow, that's was it? Was it anyone I know, or was it a no? I don't think all so. All right, all right, all right. But, but no, uh, that that that's I started geeking. I'm what? like, Yo, I've had that question like <laughs> You're five not years. Dating? Damn, I thought you guys were gonna be forever. It's yeah. high school. That's yeah. what we all think. <laughs> Which is hilarious, bro. Like, what? Damn. But I, but yeah, I would. I. That's just you know my opinion. Like, mm-hmm. if you break up with someone, like it would be, it would be unbecoming of you. Just you know, uh, percept, uh, perception. Yeah, I'm gonna become to like you know just hop over the next one. But if you break up with someone, no, if someone breaks up with you. I feel like one, you need to, you need the time to like on. build yourself back up. That's true. And sometimes I feel like maybe that's maybe that's I'm in the stage of right now. You got to you know work on yourself because you know like you have to be you have to be ready to sell yourself again to go back out there. Like I don't think I remember when I went through this really. Um, tough breakup. I remember, like, I put on my macho face. I was telling a friend of mine, I just got to go to the club or, you know, whatever. <laughs> just, just, just hang around DJ Bo so, a little more. <laughs> yeah, just, just start, just start racking them up. And then he says, he says to me, and I'll never forget it. Like, I told him, like, I just want you know have a couple one night stands. He says, I don't think that's what you want. I don't think that's what you want. And he's like, and he's like, no, he's totally right. He and knows I'm you, like, dog. Cried. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't want that. <laughs> and now I'm older. I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't mind that, <laughs> but. Even like I always want people to like have the better mental place if you're yeah. going to go back out there because you know as Dr. Fraser Crane said, and James isn't here to shed on Fraser, love is a risk. Love That's is true. a risk. Love is a risk. It's Risky games. It, it really is. We already did this question like earlier in the show. So if does anyone have any advice for anyone going through a breakup right now? For anyone who's listening, anyone who's listening out there, what advice do we have? Mm. I got you. Go if ahead. you're the one breaking up with someone, that's another question. <laughs> Nike, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wait. Don't delay. Just do it. All right. Mm. And if you're getting broken up with, don't have to go slash their ties. If someone doesn't want to no, be with don't you, don't go carry underwood before. Here's the thing: you are a wonderful person. If someone doesn't want to be with you, 
listen to their reason. You'll hear them out, right? If it's something that you're doing that that's you know they're, they're it's toxic, whatever. Obviously, take it into consideration and try to better yourself. But at the same time, I look at it like this: if someone doesn't want to be around me or doesn't want to be with me, at the end of the day, like you, I'm not going to convince them otherwise. I just move forward. I move on. Like if you don't want to be in my life, like I think it's pretty lit. I, I try to be a nice dude, like to my homies to and my you people. Absolutely. So if you don't want to to you know be a part of that, then it is what it is. You got to move on and uh, keep it moving. Like, you know, if you have to like unfollow them or if you're working together, that sucks. But, oh, yeah, you know, but, uh, you know, if it's just like a social media thing, like just, you know, every time you see them, it reminds it just, hey, unfollow them, block them. Like, it's easy. You don't have to see them anymore. It's easy. Boom, see you later. I remember this one time when I broke up with someone and we were both like on Facebook. It says like, and Tony Mockwell is dating blah, 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 since blah, blah, blah. And I just remember not changing it. <laughs> just so like, oh, maybe like when they log on, they'll say it. They're like, you know what? He was awesome. I think what we're fixed. But <laughs> that's not what ended up happening. Because she yeah, ended up optimistic. doing it. And I said to message, like, ah, so I see you've uh, changed your uh, relationship status. Like, yeah, I did. Oh, that's always. Uh... You didn't. I'm all like. That's yeah. always an awkward, like, <laughs> yeah. yo, you guys got pictures on Instagram together. Oh, you got to get like, rid of them. You yeah, got to purge gonna the get rid of this shit first. Oh, man. You like got to purge whole, like, and, and 20 go. photos are just gone. And God now. forbid, God forbid you have, like, photos that other people took that you're tagged in, like, forever. Yeah. And they're just always going to be there. Like, am I going to message, like, a girl from, like, eighth grade? Be like, hey, can you, like, take that down? <laughs> get rid of that. Yeah. Uh, untag me, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh man, I for me, I feel like break up for uh, advice for both sides because it's pretty much the same question. To be honest, I find it honestly not hilarious, but I find it very interesting that there's literally billions, billions of people in this world, but the fact that one person doesn't want to be with you, it's just like there's nobody else in the world. I find that so yeah, like, interesting about us That's as so like something. human beings. Like you know what I'm saying? Like oh my god, like. Such and such just broke up with me. She doesn't want to be with me. Life's over. I don't want to talk or see anybody. And it's just like, I get it. But like realize that there is like thousands of people alone in your area that are single that probably may fit what you're looking for or even fit it even better. And yo, the next person, right? Your, Your soulmate, if you will, like the next person could be out there you could meet them tomorrow but you're so caught up and and, you know you're in your own head you're you're blinded by that last shorty that you're not you're not even aware of it is that that, that a promise i'm gonna find someone tomorrow tony i'm gonna say it on the air i believe tony's gonna find a shorty this upcoming year 2022 Take that. To well, the you bank. know what, slow mo. You know, my life has changed personally and like so quickly over the last couple of weeks. We don't have. That's to talk true. About we that. don't have to get into it. But yeah, things on the up and up for Tony. So I get know. It. I know. Get I, it. I, I struck oil in my backyard. Twenty twenty two is for you, man. I'll be polluting. Could the be air. sooner, bro. Who knows? <laughs> well, not at this the guy's office. on a roll. Well, the, I'm sure they won't allow that at the office. But do you have anyone for uh, if advice for someone who wants to break up? Um, yeah, so for the people who are going to be doing said breakup. The dumpers. Um, yeah, the dumpers. Yeah, Just, that's a good <laughs> Got a dumper. Uh, so for the dumpers who are going to be doing the dumping, um, like we said earlier, be honest. Mm. As much as you may not want to be honest with them, you need to because it will help you 
but also it will help them because they'll be able to understand easier as to why you are doing said dumping. Um, instead of just giving them some bullshit like, look, it's not you, it's me, or, you know, I even though sometimes I just feel it, it, you know, because like we talked about earlier, like getting an explanation, mm-hmm. no matter how big or how small it is, it helps because then you're understanding of just like why they're doing it. Yeah, like like what I said, like I said, well, why is this all so sudden? And then I got the explanation. Initially, I thought it was, you know, bullshit. How dare you make up these lies about me? Now that I'm old, I'm like, yeah, I totally see where you're coming from yeah. <laughs> with that. It takes time, man. Yeah, and then, you know, it, it ultimately that weight on your shoulder, that guilt, it'll dissipate. It'll, it'll go lifted. Away. You know what I'm saying? And then you'll be able to move on with your life and you'll be able to, you know, I wouldn't say enjoy it. But you'll be able to... won't dwell on it. Exactly. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, you will not dwell on it. And, you know, you'll be able to just end something that obviously you clearly aren't enjoying. Because, like, at the end of the day, why are you doing something you don't enjoy? Right. For money. I mean, <laughs> there are some people. people out there. Yeah, no, there's a lot of people. Oh, okay, well, let me, let me take it back then. So if you are the dumper and uh, this person's got money or whatever and that's why you're there for oh. uh, then don't listen but for everybody else <laughs> for everybody else um, yeah just be honest and just you know listen just, to your heart just do it just do it just do it Nike baby yeah. <laughs> oh that Gronkowski's hilarious <laughs> kidding but my advice to the breaker upper I think everyone really just hit the nail on the head just know that we tell you to be honest and be blunt be knowing you're We're a bunch it. of liars and scoundrels ourselves. <laughs> so no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. When yeah. you do it, as you should, you're gonna get a whole storm coming because not only yeah. are they gonna talk shit about you, they're probably gonna spill your secret beans. Their family's gonna talk shit about you. All their friends are gonna be talking shit about you. So just get ready for that. Right. It's just, it's a it's a part of it's life. Inevitable. It's gonna happen. I'm sure that I'm sure that happens all the time. But if you were the one being broken up with, I want you to listen. And Tony's gonna be very serious. You're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. I yes, promise yes. you, you will be fine. It hurts right now. I understand. But I promise you, if you have a great support system, because that's what I think someone really needs, you need to have multiple shoulders to cry on. You know, disperse the responsibility. Don't, if it's not, if it's, <laughs> if it, if I'm, if I got broken up with and I'm just bothering Shlomo like an hour a day on the phone, I would feel bad because, you know, as men, this is one of the reasons why I want to do the show for us men to talk about like our feelings and all that. Like, it's, it's okay to, if you're a man, it's okay to cry. It's okay to like tell your other man, like, man, like, I'm just like Shlomo, like, I, I don't think I'll ever find anybody like her. Shlomo's be like, <laughs> I would not be like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd no, say, but, dog, but, relax. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying, get your mind off of things. Yeah, have that great support system because, you know, what? I remember when I broke up with a, with a girl a while ago and Krista, my best friend, she goes, and she didn't know because I was very, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Asian and I'm a man, so you know I'm not telling anybody this. Mm-hmm. And she, I, she found out like the spring because we, we broke up in the summer. She found out in the spring. And she's like, well, why didn't you tell me? Like, because, I, you know, all the shit that they, we, the two of us have been there together, I'm like... I don't want to bother you because mm-hmm. that's kind of like it's a man thing. Like we don't, we don't we don't want to bother people. Like it's it is sometimes societal wise it's expected of women to be upfront about their emotions. It's not really the same for men. With that's men, true. Uh, yeah. men, you just got to sit there and impressive. deal with it and just get drinking. But don't <laughs> okay. don't drink responsibly if you must. But I promise you, you will be fine. I remember when I had my really bad breakup and I 
I wrote a slam poem because it was an assi- it was an assignment. I didn't do it like out of that, but it was based off my own experience. But around November, I remember, and this is this is a line from the thing. I was like, you know, shampooing my hair and what I, I had longer hair back then, and I remember getting like shampoo in my eye, and I just started like crying, like you know, oh, I have shampoo in my eye, and like, oh, now I'm sad, and then for some weird reason, I just started like laughing like I <laughs> just like I went full like joker I just like could not stop laughing and I think that was the day I the knew switch. I was I was gonna be okay yeah because mm. the pain that I felt from that small thing just reminded me of how insignificant that that pain was gonna be down the line and I'm a stronger person for wow, it wow that's a that's amazing bro and I think that's pretty much and I think that's pretty much what Butters said on an episode of South Park <laughs> you know a beautiful kind of sadness <laughs> love South Park uh, so option for you guys, because yeah. I had both of these, but I forgot to write it down. Uh, do you guys want to do the breakup with me challenge or do you want to name the best breakup songs of all time? Uh, so I actually, I have a question that I have in my head. And Go ahead. I was wondering if you guys would want to answer it. Sure. Um, when it comes to breakups, mm-hmm. uh, so you're the one getting broken up with. So mm-hmm. you're, yes, you're, as, as you're usual, feeling yes. the, the brunt <laughs> of, you know, the majority of what's going on. What are some things to help you get through it? Like, for example, for me, music is oh, a such thousand a percent. I dive so far down in my music catalog and just uh, that. Honestly, if I didn't have music, I, psh, man. Man, yeah, Yeah, for for me personally, it really was having the support system of friends. I wouldn't tell my family because my father would totally rub it in. Because when I (laughs) no, because I remember he told me when I started dating her, he says, "You fucking loser." I know he literally said, "Hey, I'm just letting you know, not all relationships work." And I was like, you know, 19. I'm like, "Yeah, what do you know, Dad? This is gonna be it." And then I literally told him like when I came home for the same, he was like, he literally said, "What did I tell you?" I'm like, "Dad, oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah." but. But so have a good support system of friends. And literally, this is the funny thing. Be a man and cry about it. Mm. Like, because I remember just, I remember just like waking up thinking I'm sweating because like, because like, you know, the heater would turn on and like my pillow, like, oh, my pillow's all wet. I've been crying all night. Damn. And I'm like, damn, that's embarrassing. But no, literally just literally let it all out. Let it all out. And I promise you, you'll be fine. And the music is very helpful. So I kind of already feel like we know where we're going to lean with that next question. What about you, Shlomo? Get to fucking work, bro. I mean, if you sit yeah. there and dwell on it and like replay the situations in your head a million times, it's like yeah, you're you gonna go drive hi- yourself crazy. Yeah, you go all hindsight. Tell me, what if I did? This? I go what straight to motherfucking yeah. work because, like, at the end of the day, there's so many things that you can do, and like even improving like your skills. You go, you know, what I'm saying, if you want to learn something, if something, you know, you've been tied up with this relationship, and you always wanted to learn how to do this or whatever. Get to work. There's so many things that you can do right away to one improve yourself, improve your mood. Your, you know your mood. Uh, music definitely helps 100%. Get a nice soundtrack. Hit the gym. You know what I'm saying. Take that frustration yeah. out there, and that's a positive thing. Where like you can have that time to to think about it, but while you're thinking, you're working out, you're feeling better. You know what I'm saying. You're releasing some some energy and some, some stress some anger yes and then when you're done you're like you feel great you're yeah, like, you'll, 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 yeah you'll have something to show for it like this will mm, like all of this nonsense true. that i've been going through right? okay i thought i wrote that all down i said bury yourself in some work and also this is another small thing i think communication wise with the person i got broken up with from now on now i know better i'm gonna take the cold turkey approach cut it off yeah exactly like you know maybe down the line maybe but like 
like I don't I don't want like a message like every single day. Even if I break up with someone, like yeah. I don't want to message them every day or like have like a like I don't really believe the reason why that you gave me. Like there has to be something else because there's no way that what you said because I don't feel that that's the reason. Like I I would now take the cold turkey approach. It's more of like a you know you know trim the fat. You know let's let's get going. Nice. So I guess we've already made up our mind, guys. What are the best breakup songs out there that just really gets you all in your feelings? And now I will say for me right now, a lot of my breakup songs that I went through are now to me like super empowering because I would listen to these songs and I'm like, I remember how I felt and now and how, what I thought about myself and I like sing it now and I look at who I am now and how I feel now yeah. and I feel like powerful mm. like that at the time. No, but right now. Yeah. I, I got totally a song as you guys would never even expect me to say. Ooh. I took a Louisville slug in a oh, phone bag. Yo, that song, man, next time he cheats, whatever the hell she Before says, bro. I remember the first time I heard that, I was like, yo, this is a this is a <laughs> jam right now, bro. Yo, I, I actually, I I can definitely say that was definitely in the playlist. Right? It still is, honestly, to this what? day, man. It, Even if you're just like, just, you're just chilling, you just want to, you're doing it, you're at the 3rd of July, like, let's listen to some country. I love my yeah. I feel like it's kind of a, it kind of satisfies both the sad and the empowering. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, you know, you're able to kind of help your sadness, but then the lyrics themselves, I mean, she's doing some boss shit. (laughs) So it's just like, it's very empowering on top of it. So yeah. A lot of property damage, Carrie. She's got the money. She's a beast. (laughs) Shout out I'm living vicariously through her. (laughs) Okay. So one of my, one of my favorite ones, because I literally have so many, it's, um, I'll just list them off. It's, uh, all out of love, air supply. It's one of the most like calm. You guys know the song. I'm all out of love. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm so yeah, yeah, yeah. You. I love that song. Let's see. Uh, Troy Sivan has a really sad one. It's called "Talk Me Down." It's literally a song like about suicide. He's like, "I want to sleep next to you. That's all I want to do right now. So yeah, talk me depressing down." Depressing me out. Yeah, it's, it's pretty <laughs> that's sad. Awful, Another yeah. one I love is um, "Chicago." Will you still love me? Because it literally, it really. That's pretty much what it's about. Like, will you still love me for the rest of my life? I got a lot of love, and I don't want to let go. Right. Love that song. God, what are those? Oh, uh, obviously, I almost said Jason Derulo. He did not do it. It was Nelly. Just a dream. Mm, yeah, I yeah. love Justin. Uh, wasn't that with uh, Tim McGraw? Uh, or was that another? Well, song? the one that I know, it's just him singing it. I wasn't fucking there, no one's replacement. I got my baby shot yeah. in my life. I got one for really you. Just abridging it. Song called "Not Gonna Cry." Mary J. Blige. Ooh. Yeah. Eleven years I sacrificed. Yo, you. I'm not gonna sing the whole thing, but uh. That's just jumble emotional, like bro. She crushes that. She's song. got a she's got a dope one with Drake. Uh, I think it's called the wrong one. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. JD, do you got any? Yeah, because yeah. I just remembered something very contemporary because that breakup was in 2015, and there was a lot of shit happening in 2015. So something about me that actually not a lot of people know about, besides a few. Uh, I, I have a very, very, very guilty like. I wouldn't say pleasure, but like a cupcake. Yeah, we know. <laughs> um, I love sad boy rap, like the like real yeah, sad yeah, boy yeah. kind of stuff. I have stuff. a whole genre of that. Um, and there's a there's a really dope artist. His name's Fora, P H O R A. And okay. write that oh, down, know, everybody. Okay, okay. Um, I don't know him personally, but I wish I did. <laughs> um, but he literally, man, when I tell you his music. Sp- like speaks to me and like my dude shit you not but literally 
he's got a series. It's called Sinner. He's so there's part one, two, three, and four, mm-hmm. and each part is just various. It tells just various sides of uh, mental health and just like dealing with breakups. You know, with mental health issues, depression. Oh, you can um, just say it; it's fine. But yeah, no. So yeah, definitely for a you know, man. Yeah, beautiful guy, beautiful music. Ah, love the message. Uh, mental health for him is definitely something that he like strongly pushes when it comes to guys. I got to pay tribute to the queens of the breakup anthems. Uh, Taylor Swift with "Wildest Dreams." He I know, Swift. I know. <laughs> "Wildest Dreams." It's a song. It's literally like the lyrics. I. It's like 1989. Her, her album is an absolute masterpiece. And it's basically the song is about like she's, the "Wildest Dreams." Like, um, look, like we're we're gonna have fun, and it might not work out, but you know, uh, when you're in your wildest dreams, when you when you really want to, you know, think about someone, you're gonna be thinking about me. I. It's a great song. I think it's fantastic. And obviously, when literally when that breakup of mine happened when I was in college, you know what song was number one that became number one on the chart? Because of you, one? dude. <laughs> no, it was Adele was back with Hello. Adele, I love that me. song. I was wondering, uh, uh, I that song honestly makes me laugh now because of how much like you know times have changed, and it's a good song. I always loved they doing did, the um, <laughs> when when Brady came back to to Foxborough. They used that on the commercial, and then for like four days, there's a certain part of my crib when you're walking up the stairs, the acoustics are just fire, yeah. and I hit that note, bro, like four or five <laughs> times. <laughs> anymore yeah that wasn't the best one but i'll give you guys man on a huge side note like she is bad she is adele bad man Man. her boyfriend lucky man she did skepta i believe so i mean she's with a dude now i think his name's like rich paul or something like that but like sean paul no here the bigger your career gets she she talks any other good uh breakup songs before we move on Um, obviously this is so many yeah, there's a lot. So many great ones. Nah, there's a shit ton. Nah, nah, nah. Uh, mm. Just My Imagination, The Temptations. Well, it was just my imagination. Ooh, that's a classic. Away. Yeah, that's a classic. Me. First I was afraid. I was, I was petrified. petrified. <laughs> oh, that's so good. So, guys, that was the most controversial topic of Evermore Talks history, dun, dun, breakups. Dun. I didn't want to do it, man. It wasn't that bad. Tony, Tony pitched it to me when uh. we first started. I think it was season two. And I was like, I had just gone. The, the wounds are fresh. Yeah, it was a fresh uh, breakup. I'm like, okay, nah, okay, bro. Okay. And I was like, honestly, bro, nobody's going to want to talk about that. It and then, you know, bad. time hey went on. You know what I'm <laughs> it wasn't that bad Time at all. heals all wounds, I It guess. really does. No, it really It wasn't so bad. You're right. That was a lot of fun. And you know what's a lot of fun? And a total change of pace, our fun question today. Yeah. This Ooh. is in honor of the Mass Music Radio Morning Show. So, fun question, everybody. You get a chance to air your own pilot for your very own morning show on Ooh. television. We'll say television. Yep. Make things okay. easier. Okay. So, what would your show be like? Who will you bring on as your first guest? Remember, we are shooting a pilot. What are the recurring segments you would do? Uh, any musical guests you would have? And how will you make your show different in order to help it stand out to get picked up for a whole season? Do you guys need time for thinking? No, yeah. I'm good. All right. Anybody want to go? I have all my rock, written rock, down. Rock, paper, scissors? You want me to hop in? I hop in. Go ahead, Tony. All right. So I thought about this because, again, usually I produce the shows, but I never have an answer for the fun questions. So I thought of this great show. It can be on either of the networks, but it's going to be called Morning Tea. (laughs) Obviously, a play off of Morning Tea and Good Morning Tony. Yep. So 
Um, for the first episode, I'm going to be coming out. It's going to be – I'm literally – I think why well, I was at the Meredith Vieira show and they pretty much did like a carbon copy of her living room on the studio set. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably do something like that. I'll have like the fireplace and I'll have the re- uh, reclining couch and the TV right next to me because that will be like you know where all my graphics are. So I would literally just come out like this, like, you know, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to morning tea. Here's Antonio Wakawelli. Hey, everybody. Good morning. It's Antonio Wakawelli. We're going to have celebrity chef Ann Burrell. Do you guys know Ann Burrell? Nope. No, she's a celebrity chef. She was made famous from the show Worst Cooks in America, and she is going to show us how to have a hot lunch ready for work for your nine to five job in just 15 minutes because I, I would bring on chefs, but I would always give them a challenge. Okay. Next, we're going to have Senator Ed Markey from Massachusetts talking about the Green New Deal, infrastructure, and healthcare. And because literally, you'll like this, because then I was going to have my musical performance, and it was either going to be Cupcake doing Marge Simpson, and then she lost out to uh, the touring cast of Hamilton performs Wait for It to commemorate the return of live theater. So then they're going to come out – like with that, it's only one character and like the ensemble. And I have this like hilarious idea for a hidden camera thing where I would send someone, maybe James yeah. or like Gianni, like someone who could like – or like maybe – or even like Jake, maybe Shlomo, who could like play off an improv really well and it's like a bullshit tour guide. So we'll send them to cities all across America and the, like like famous cities all across America and we'll do you know free tours, free tours, free tours. And the whole joke is he just walks around the city just making up the most nonsense things. I would love to do that. <laughs> like it would literally be here we are, here we are in beautiful Fort Worth, Texas. Let's go right here. Okay, everybody, right here. Right here is where Senator Lloyd Benson uh, sharded. Right over here, oh, right God. by this lamppost. And right by that, that used to be a men's warehouse. He went over to that men's warehouse and bought a new pair of pants. Super embarrassing. It would have it would have it would have tanked a caucus back in eighty four. And oh, here we go. This fire hydrant now, this fire hydrant is responsible for someone crashing into this fire hydrant. But the fire hydrant's water was able to water and grow the first tree. In Fort Worth, Texas, right here. They really just like really, yeah, up, yeah. really stupid stuff just and have like people be like, this information. Because originally, <laughs> dumb tourists. Because, like, like, wow. I know, I wanted to do something like that because originally it was going to be like Asian tourists walking around with like maps and all that. It was like big, big gaggle and like 20 of them. And they'll walk up to Rand Hula and go, Excuse me, uh, is this where uh, Betsy Ross had an abortion? Like, it'll be like stuff oh. like that. Really like ridiculous oh God, stuff yeah. like that. Like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, you know, like really just crazy stuff like that. And then for, I would do like, I would be, you know, emulating my Oprah, and that's this is what would make it. I would be emulating my Oprah, and after Hamilton, you get a hoodie. You yeah, get a hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. I would, I would, I come out and say, and this is what I wrote down. Stu- after Hamilton performs, studio audience receives tickets to Hamilton when it returns to brought Boston in 2023 because we're going to be shooting in Boston. Nice, that's What's classic. It, and how's it going to stand out? You got a Filipino guy doing the show. What, there's well, no how often sh- does that happen? There's no, there's yeah, no, yeah. like we don't even get, we don't even make it to the, to the, to the floor of the stage, like right, like this, this is huge. That's awesome. And we're gonna be having a lot of fun. Morning tea coming this mor- this morning. I got this you, dude. summer. The show will be called the Bo Show, bringing it back. Bo yeah, show. and it will be a sketch comedy, and the Ooh, first okay. sketch we'll do will be a reenactment of WrestleMania 12. We'll have very specific. We'll have. My boy Jake, dressed up as Shawn Michaels. Jake, very popular. He will be up in the rafters, and I'll have probably Antonio come out as the announcer and say, Ladies and gentlemen. Up, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Jake Liberty. And then the spotlight will go up to the ceiling. He'll jump off, zip line to the ring, and then James will come out as like a Stone Cold Steve Austin character. 
and the side, they will the battle in the ring, right? Full crowd TD Garden sellout arena. And at the last second, when it looks like Jake is going to win, I slide out from underneath the ring with a glass bottle. Smash it over his head. Bottle. Referee doesn't see it. And then James hits him for the one, two, three. Place goes nuts. And this is going to be a recurring skit? No, this will just oh. be to start the show off. Okay. So is it kind of like a SNL-esque in a way, where it's kind of like a couple skits, maybe like a musical guest, and then like... No, this will just be straight sketch comedy. Just, oh, so that'll be the first there, There's sketch. really no sketch comedy stuff like in the morning. Because, you know, that would be stuff like, you know, you wake up, you have a good laugh, you're up. That would be interesting to have a, like a morning comedy show like that in the morning. That actually would I don't be... know if people could handle it, dude. Did it's it's going to be a lot. Special guests, like special hosts and musical guests? I'm keeping it all in-house, dude. All in-house. All in-house. It's going to be the self-made design gym for artists team. You guys should be a part of it. Hell QNC yeah. boys. Hell, hell yeah. yeah. Our, and uh, we'll have Mike guest. Lamb. Honestly, it should just be a wrestling brought, like a professional wrestling <laughs> oh, uh, show. Sort of a parody on wrestling. Like The and Office called for... The Bo Show. The yeah. Bo Show. Well, I will say that is a way of making it stand out. I, I have not seen a scripted uh, mockumentary wrestling show. Actually, you know what? The Bo Show have other ideas for this wrestling broadcast. will be called <laughs> Pain, Pain and Pleasure. Ooh, PNP, PNP. Welcome oh. to PNP, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to PNP. Because here's the thing: it'll be like about that. the wrestling, but it'll also like you're, it's going to be a storyline. So like there'll be behind the scenes. Like once you get in the locker room, there's going to be drama. Picture like The Office, but instead of an actual office building, it's a wrestling Judy garden <laughs> with just a bunch of wrestlers. Okay, yeah, like okay. a behind the scenes scripted wrestling show. Mm. So I'm the announcer. I really have to put on my announcer voice, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to TD Gardens. I am Antonio Smith. <laughs> Pain and pleasure. Dun, dun, dun. They have some hard rock to start the show. <laughs> yeah, it'll be epic. <laughs> we, and the thing, if I can't get the TD Garden, we'll get the Quincy Armory. We'll do something. There we go. You know why I feel that'd be more legit, though? Where? No, like, like I feel like it'd be more like oh. Authentic, authentic. Oh, 100%, dude. Local wrestling, like ECW style. Like Sons of Italy or something, you know? Yeah, we'll do it just Clearly super low out. budget, like absurdity. <laughs> That's the stuff I love. Yeah. That's awesome. So, Jay, what, what would your morning show be like? Uh, so, well, going to be 100%. I'm actually not a morning person. Yeah, me either. Um, so, so, the show will start this, at 11.45. So I want to shoot my show at like midnight. No, I, yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> and have uh, it air later. So, it would be uh, Late Night with Kyote. Ooh, late, um, late night, early morning. Hell mm, yeah, yeah, see you early, early see what morning, you did yeah. that. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. So late night slash early mornings with Kyoto. Mm. Uh, so, you know, you got the late owls, but then you got the early birds too as well. Because, I mean, it would probably run about an hour or so, give or take. That'd probably be hours. like the three, four o'clock slot because that's know? usually when those times meet. So my, like, my mindset, I'm thinking like adult swim mm-hmm. type feel you know late night you just uh, you know it, it's a channel like cartoon network but at you know at night it's more adult mm-hmm. oriented stuff um but yeah definitely it'd be a uh, more talk show type vibes um so i would be sitting down with uh mostly music related people so djs singers artists stuff like that um we would sit down shoot the shit and we would be doing musical performances whoever it is but i would probably have also not a band, but maybe like a guitarist 
or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, when they come out, you know, they'll have some music when they come out and stuff like that. Um, we should have, like, a bass, you know, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome, I don't know, Kevin Hart. Boom, 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 Stand up bass, yeah. So, yeah, and then, um, yeah, it'd be just standard questions, but I would also probably. So, what are you working on? Yeah. How are you? But it'd be segments. So, it'd be, like, so, you know, those boring questions, but then another segment would be maybe, like, music reviews. So, mm-hmm. maybe, like, we would review new music or, you know, music that they just recently put out. So, they may do some, like, commentary of how they came about to making that song. Oh, that'd be dope. Um, just kind of, like, you know, showing the behind the scenes of just how music is created, you know? Especially the the actual, like celebrity mm. artists and stuff like that that people aren't able to see the the making of you mm. know because obviously people can't just walk into studios unfortunately i could, I could try I'll yeah think. you could try but you what does this button do not get far right. which one's the auto tune uh, hey so t-pain can i come in i'm uh trying to watch you work <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. that'd be a cool show though i'd tune in yeah you know because can, can you stay up or wake up i'm mm. already up dude yeah, oh, and it's, sure. it's cool, too, because then another segment would be, you know, let's do that process on camera. So the actual place would be a studio. So there'd be a camera set up in the studio. There'd be a couch or whatever. So literally, you could just turn studio the camera audience? around. and No, no, no studio audience, because mm. I don't know if there's a studio big enough for that, honestly. They'll, would, they'll find you one. They'll find you one. We, no, got, we could we build one. Could build one. Yeah, could build go. one. Could build one, honestly. Got big, man. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. love it. Uh, oh boy, but yeah, yeah. It would definitely, like I said, a lot of music related, music edu- education type stuff. So anybody who wants to learn how to make music, or anybody who you know has a favorite artist, a favorite DJ, or whatever, and you know wants to see their thought process on how they've created their favorite song or something like that, you That's know. Dope. And then at the end, whoever it was, they would just do a little short performance. Mm, very good. I was going to say, I think I came up with this question around the time everyone was like totally ready to cancel Ellen. Because we all remember when cause I really, it was either it was either going to be Eric Andre replacing Ellen or Antonio Wacoweli. Like those are the two people who should replace Ellen. Uh, he's, so, he's a very interesting man. I, I think he's great. Very interesting. The, the, uh, he's, he's, he's fun. He's a lot of fun. So before we go, I want to ask everyone, does anyone have any good recommendations to our listeners that we want to have? Any like... Any movies, music, or TV shows, or books, or foods, or anything, really anything out there that you just want to recommend and let everybody know about that isn't a self-promotion, of course. Do I have anything to recommend? Green Mountain Coffee? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Yeah, that coffee is delicious. There's this coffee place I've been going to, and I don't even... It's not a coffee place. There's a car wash I've been going to. And inside the, same one that the messed, car wash, that allegedly messed up his seats. Yeah, I'm not gonna drop the name because then it's start, gonna start getting busy. People are gonna be flooding it. But uh, the Keurig machine that they have in there, I've never seen anything like it. They got the beans at the top, mm-hmm. and it's like freshly brewed as a touchscreen thing. Ooh. So they Coffee grind the beans out, like on the machine. Yeah, dude, comes Ooh, out fire. On the spot? Is it like see through? So you can see. I can like, see. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've Ooh. seen those. Keurig, dude, recommend it. Wow, that was a. Really it gets me going, one. dude. Like that. What is it? Is it like the actual like the machine or like the type of beans that they use? Uh, it could be both, dude. It's a combination. Very good. Interesting. So I will say I never thought I would ever be saying anything like this, but I recently started to dip my toe and am now slowly becoming a fan of one of the big daddies of science fiction, Doctor Who. Oh, oh man. You just just started. I to? just started. You know what? Because Halloween was a while ago, and I remember thinking that the Doctor Who theme was a pretty good, like spooky kind of music, spooky kind of song. You know, 
And I listened to it and I got obsessed with the theme and I'm all like, maybe I'll start watching it. So I watched this video of the guy. I literally go, so the show's been on since like the 60s. So I literally go on YouTube and I'm like, how to watch Doctor Who. And then I watched the video and the guy says the the episode to watch. And he says, if you don't like it, you're not going to like the show. If you do like it, then you would start here. And I finally listened, and I listened to his recommendation, and that's what I'm going to recommend to all of you. He recommended to me that of the revival, the series three, episode ten, Blink, Doctor Who. It's and the funny thing is, the guy's Doctor Who's barely in it. He's in it for like five minutes because it's a Doctor Light episode, hmm. but it was really freaking good. It was. Super, super, like, spooky and great atmosphere, and it's that sci-fi that I'm really into, and it was really good. And then because I liked it, he said, oh, you should watch season, you know, Matt Smith's first season. And now I'm in the middle of that, where I'm in the episode where the Weeping Angels are back. So, spoiler alert, it's been out for more than 10 years. It's your fault. (laughs) (laughs) It's your fault and my fault for not knowing that. So, that's what I'm doing now. So, right now, I'm just really just trying to get into Doctor Who. So, watch Blink with me, and then maybe we'll, we'll like it. I'm down. Hell yeah. Because it's, it's a show that I've always respected. Mm, okay. I've always respected Doctor Who, Star Trek, and Star Wars. Because they're like, out of modern sci-fi, they're like the big three. Yeah. so I would agree with that. Yeah. So props to the to the doctor. <laughs> JD, any, any, anything good that you want to share with, the, with our lovely listeners? Yeah. So I've actually been recently, and as bad as I don't want to, but I just can't help myself, but I've been recently going to this uh, really dope mom and pop shop. Uh, oh, very they're good. a Filipino hey. Jamaican. Wow. So the the guy is Jamaican and his wife is Filipino. I literally would have um, put every single dollar I have that that was exactly the case. Dude, it's so awesome because their daughter works the cashier. They've got a couple of their cousins working in the back with the dad cooking and stuff like that. The mom's usually like serving food to whoever it is. It's uh, it's cool. So like when you walk in, they've got an open space um, that they basically have hot trays. So you can basically see all of the stuff that oh, they okay. for the day. Is it like a self-serve? Well, no, it's not self-serve. So, they'll, oh, so you can look and see. What right, right. So okay, she'll, right, she'll you, basically walk with you. It's kind of like Subway. Yeah, like what? Well, well, probably maybe better than Subway. Oh, way better than Subway. But like, the concept. Oh, what do you want? We got this. We got yeah, this. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Some, can I get some of the punsik? Can I get some of the jerk pork? Exactly. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that. No, that's exactly Look at me is. knowing two cuisines of different cultures. Yeah. One well, of them being my own. Well, I, I love it because I actually used to work at a Filipino restaurant. Yeah. So uh, what's the what's the place called so people can check it out? Uh, well, it's not there anymore. Uh, it's actually the spot, no the, the this, one that you're talking about. Uh, so it's called Bright Lights. Bright Lights it's in Quincy. Bright Lights as in L I G H T or uh, Bright Lights as in bright and then L I T E S. I big difference. Big. There's a big difference. Yes. Yes. But yeah, so they. What do you like to get there? Uh so man, so I'm a sucker for the pancit. Pancit's good. Pancit. Um, the adobo is pretty good. Chicken adobo? Uh, no pork. Oh, I'm okay. a pork adobo guy okay, for sure. All right, all right. Um, but I'm waiting for it. It hasn't dropped yet. She told me she's going to let me know, but the kare kare. I've been waiting for kare kare. That's uh, basically the peanut dish. You can elaborate. Do you know what that is? No. I don't even know how to spell that. But it's a, So it's K-R-E and then K-R-E. So oh, okay. Curry curry. Uh, it just sounds like you're saying curry curry. Yeah, in a way, yeah. What, it's good? It's good oh, stuff? it's so good, man. Yeah, so it's, it's literally, it's a peanut butter dish, but it's not like traditional peanut butter. Uh, it's more like a peanut sauce. It's yeah. like a peanut paste, yeah. I, I, think, yeah. I know a lot of, like, a lot of, it's really popular in Africa. Like, the I, the concept of that dish is very popular in Africa. Yeah, yes, but it's uh, it's essentially like vegetables, uh, meat, 
but it's like, uh, like I said, it's more of a, like a peanut sauce, but mm. it, it tastes kind of like peanut butter, but you know, it's not like a Heavily, peanut yeah, butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I think you know? it's probably like a Jamaican recipe that she's trying to put her own spin on. Cause I know like in my, to my immediate knowledge, like we don't use a lot of peanuts in our, you know, peanut sauces in, in our Filipino cooking. Yeah. Well, I barely cook. So like, what the hell do I know? <laughs> but yeah, no. It's, so was that Bright Lights in Quincy? Bright Lights in Quincy. Yeah. Uh, right on uh, Water Street. There it is, everybody. So go and go support that. Yes, support that local business. Filipino couple. She, yeah, they are amazing. Filipino, Japino. We're gonna wait, wait. There's no wait. There's no. Oh yeah, yes, it is. Filipino, maybe. Filipino, Filipino, Filipino. Go support those two wonderful people who oh, own a small are, yeah, business. They are amazing. Yeah, they'll talk with you. They'll tell them tell you about their backstory and stuff. They'll give you free samples, all that stuff. So now well, that's got, good. Now to you hear. got my ear. Free samples. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's good. And you know, while we have you, well, you got anything to promote before we head out? Um, yeah. So I'm actually going to be working on some new music. So oh, new I'm music is coming soon. Uh, all my like EDM fans. December soon? Uh, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Okay. Can't all rush right. perfection. Uh, you can't. I'm still new at this. I'm still new at this. So please be patient with me. But yes, new music is on the way. Well, just don't have me write a song for you because you'll never get it. <laughs> 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 write a song, Antonio. Uh, I can't do it. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. New music, uh, shows coming as Where always. Where can they find you? Uh, at Kyoto the DJ. So that is Q-U-I-X-O-T-E, the DJ. Unless you want to get into a show for free and you have some nasty history, then don't even bother. Yep. Yeah, don't hit my line, please. Uh, Shalom, what you got? Before we head out? Uh, yeah, dude. I'm rounding the corner on a new show. It's called For Business Sake. We've been, we've been hyping this up for a while Yeah, now. yeah. I'm looking at January 1st as the release of the whole season. Which wow, is, It's only really? three episodes, so we're going we're gonna to release the first three episodes. I'm and having, yeah. having dinner with my daughter's fiance. Yeah, yeah. Tony makes a few cameos in it. Yeah, and, uh, it's not it's not my show, but I somehow end up in it. It's a lot of fun. We're highlighting <laughs> typical local mass music radio stuff, and you know, local businesses coming out of the pandemic, and you know, it's fun for me learning the production side, the filming, the editing, directing, and just having a lot of fun with the show. Hell yeah! So that's coming out. I'll probably release it with this video stream I've been working on. Uh, hopefully, it'll be twenty four seven. If not, just a stream, a video stream for all of our content, our in-house content. So stay on the lookout for that. But I'm shooting for January 1st. You know what I'm saying? Kick the new year off with a bang. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, hopefully, um, you know, uh, the holidays are coming. So check out our merch store. Oh, yeah. Or if you want to buy a couple podcast sessions with Masterstick Radio for a loved one or like a wonderful grandpa or aunt that you love, we're here. MasterstickRadio.com. We've always been here, yeah. And we always will be. Facts. Um, And if you guys like this episode of MMR Talks, then you should check out all the past episodes of MMR Talks. They're streaming everywhere on all your favorite podcast platforms, especially on MassMusicRadio.com. Follow us on Instagram and follow the show at at MMR Talks on Instagram. And guys... Thank you so much for coming in. I know it was like pulling teeth to get this episode done, but we finally did <laughs> yeah, it. We and did you it. know what? By the time this comes out, um, we're probably not. We're probably gonna miss it. But I want to wish all of our Jews all around the world a happy and sacred Hanukkah. Lachaim, oh, yes, yes, sir. As well, happy enjoy. Hanukkah. Have a wonderful time. You guys get it done early this year, so yes, sir. Good for you guys. And we'll see you guys next time. Hold on, hold on a second. Hold on, hold your horses. Hey there, everybody. It's Antonio Wakawelli, host and executive producer of MMR Talks, wanting to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. So eat your turkey, take a nap, eat your turkey, 
take a nap for the next three days and make sure it's a happy one. And we'll see you guys next time. Zane, that's got the hook up.